Hey, good evening. Uh, glad for anybody that's joining us. Facebook via YouTube via Periscope. Tonight we are having our off-season football wrap-up show. We have Anthony and we have Brother Brother Walker here joining us, as well as we're going to have uh, our recurring guests, Halim and Dwayne. They should both be here shortly. Just a little bit of, uh, you know, when life goes on, everything else has to uh, proceed as well. So hopefully they'll join us shortly. Dwayne may even call in. I have a calling number Dwayne could call in too. So at last, the NFL has commenced with this 2020 NFL draft, as well as some still some offseason moves, as well as offseason moves that may happen after our broadcast. So we're going to proceed with our show with the offseason moves with starting with the Bengals. The Bengals. The Bengals was the first team to pick in a draft, and we know who they got. They got the quarterback, and in other rounds, they got Huggins and a couple other good players as well. Um, Brother Walker, how would you grade the Bengals offseason so far? I think the Bengals did a good job. First of all, you know, they wanted to get a franchise quarterback. Um, I think that was the most important thing they looked at. You know, they they – they got Joe Burrow. That was the consensus, consensus number one pick. So um, they also got T. Higgins, a wide receiver as well. You know, they're trying to build for the future also as well because, you know, A.J. Green, you know, that he's still going to be there, but I don't know how much longer he's going to be there for. Um, they also got a linebacker out of Wyoming to build up the second part of their um, second, uh, the second line of their defense. Um, they got another linebacker out of Appalachian State. You know, a defensive end, uh, offensive guard, and another linebacker. So they they focused in on the 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 linebacker position, and they focused in on the offensive line, and then they got a quarterback, wide receiver, and they got a defensive end. So they they did a good job addressing needs that you know for their future. So I I think they did a great job. So I, I'll give them a B plus. I think I I think they did a good job. Mr. Outlaw, how do you feel about the Bengals? How you know? What do you think going forward? You know, still the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> well, uh, for now, but um, I think they're creating a solid foundation. Like you get a player like Andy, you get a player like you got a player like Andy Dalton. That um, you know, for the most part, you know, to me, he was uh, he was the kind of an Alex Smith sorta. Like you know, he was okay and adequate, but now you um you uh get to replace him with a potential legit franchise quarterback in Burrow. I I like Burrow, man. Like you know, he may have been a, he may have been a one year wonder or whatever, but I like what he did in that one year. He completely dominated in a pro style offense. Then you got you still you got Joe Mixon there, young running back coming off a thousand yard season. Um, AJ Green is still there, mm-hmm. and then you add T Higgins, and um, you know you got you got something you got a, you got a solid you got what looks like a solid little offensive core there, and like uh, Craig said, you know um, they did load up on linebackers, so I guess that was um, a need and a focal point for them. So you know they they've got some they've got a good foundation. They still got a ways to go, especially on the defensive end. You know, maybe maybe on offense need to get some a few more linemen, but outside of that, I think they got a solid solid base. You know, you know, 
I just really like, you know, I like that T. Higgins pick, man. You know, I think he dropped because he ran a 4-5, but the kid is still 6-4, you know, 215. You can't really teach size, man. So now they got two receivers in their starting unit that are over 6-3 in green and, and Higgins. So they might be able to do something there. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I also like the pick of the linebacker um, from Wyoming. Um, he seems very athletic. Somebody that probably is going to be um, the middle signal caller. Um, I think that's a foundation they want to build on. Then they got a linebacker out, out of Appalachian State. So I think you know, you know, I think they're going to be all right. I, I think they did a good, they did a good solid draft this time, and I, I really think you know the future is bright for them because they have a young coach too as well. Yeah, that Wyoming, that Wyoming linebacker. Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. I saw him in a few games. Um, I got lucky <laughs> to watch him in a few games, and um, he he looks like he could he could be a starter. He could eventually right. eventually be a starter. So, brother Maybe Morris, there's some good things. Brother Morris, I can hear you on the line, sir. I was listening while uh, we got you on the line. They they probably won't be able to hear you, but I can hear you, sir. <laughs> Long as I can hear you, I can relay your message uh, to the to the to the to the people that are watching in the audience. We were on the Bengals still as we talk. We continued. Uh, how do you feel about the draft, sir? I like that pick. Well, pick uh, the Kareem. You like the fifth round pick? I like the fifth round pick from Notre Dame. The edge rusher. Okay, the edge rusher from Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I should have set my speaker up so maybe they would have been able to hear you. I mean, because my phone is kind of low. So you have to excuse me for one, one second. I'm going to try to raise the volume up so maybe they could be able to hear you. Brother Morris. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. You can hear me, Brother Morris? Okay, they they probably can't hear you. So how do you how do how do you rate the uh, Bengals draft, brother Morris, from A to from A to F? Where, you know, where do you think this franchise is going? Y'all can hear him. Yeah, yeah, I can, we can I, hear him. Oh, these guys can hear you, brother Morris. We can hear you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brother Morris. I, I Okay, so Brother Morris is going to grade them as an A. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grade them as an A, steady. Um, I personally think the Bengals, as a franchise, they need just need to stay in one accord for the next four or five years and say which direction they're going to go. Um, obviously, they got very talented, skilled players. Now, going into next year, is to try to establish a winning culture and then start building the lines. 
get their lines up, you know, maybe start getting rid of got rid of guys like Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap because they're a little long in the tooth. Even if they got to trade them guys for assets in the future, they should start unloading them guys now because yeah. they, they need to start rebuilding because even with the great A.J. Green, you want to have some players there with uh, the young quarterback, but that's why you drafted T. Huggins. So now it may be time that they start realizing trading some of these assets, trading some of these good players that they do have as assets. Because I know Geno Atkins, Dunlap, and Green could get them at least four or five picks alone with those players. We talking about at least second rounders for at least AJ Green. Given his health, he probably would be worth the first rounder. But given his health issues, he's definitely worth the second rounder. So, uh, the next team we're gonna try to get through is the Washington Redskins. They drafted Chase Young and a bunch of other players. Uh, Mr. Brother Morris, I'm gonna let you go first with them. You heard me, Wayne. Oh, he's, he's still going through technical difficulties, folks. Even the phone is jacked up right now. <laughs> but Mr. Outland, uh, you could do the uh, Redskins first if you don't mind. Okay, so, of course, the Redskins, they had no-brainer pick and Chase Young. That basically gives them a tandem. It gives them a fearful tandem for what, I, what I'm thinking because um, I forgot the boy's name from last year. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh Oh, man. Um, Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. So you got Chase Young on one side. You got Montez Sweat on the other side. You know, that's 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 going to that's gonna be a problem for a lot of uh, a lot of um, a lot of uh, quarterbacks in that league. You know, you got Montez Sweat on one side running a 4-4-8. And then you got a beast in Chase Young at 6'5", 264, man. And, you know. As a 49ers fan, we have Bosa, and I think Chase Young is a better version of him, just more athletic, you know, strong. Um, I also like who they picked up in round three, man, Antonio Gibson, running back wide receiver out of Memphis, you know, about six foot 225. You know, he's as good as a running back as he is a wide receiver. So, you know, that's going to help out um, – uh, Haskins a lot because you know, and then with his development, because right now they pretty much have Terry McLaurin, they got rid of uh Chris Thompson. Well, Chris Thompson left in free agency. Um, I also like um, a fourth round pick that they had and Antonio Gandy Golden out of out of uh, Liberty, man. Six four wide out, you know, jump ball guy, you know. I think he's really, 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 really underrated, man. And so I think they, you know, spent some time putting some weapons around um around Haskins, which means they're ready, they, you know, they're invested with him in the future and they want to see his development. So I, I like what they did. So I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them an A just on the fact that that, that Chase Young pick and you know, um uh, um I'm sorry, uh Gibson and Golden. And I also like their round four pick, Sadiq Charles out of LSU. I was definitely give them a you know athletic tackle, you know that could play the right or the left side. So I like so what they did. I give them an a. Give them an a. So before we introduce our guest, who was just on the phone, uh, let me just let the audience know that this was probably driving 
Mr. Morris crazy. Because <laughs> anybody that knows him, it's three things you don't mess with. You don't mess with his faith. You don't mess with his family, and you definitely don't mess with his football. So, so right now it was driving him crazy, not uh, being able to get the connection through. So, Mr. Morris, because you have on the burgundy representing the union, we're gonna let you come in and grade before Brother Walker on the Redskins. All right. Well, and, and my apologies for the little technical difficulties, but I'm I'm glad to be back. I, I got to do it from my phone, not my tablet. But for the Redskins, I give them a C, a solid C. Um, I, I like the Chase Young pick. I think they reached a little bit with the kid from Memphis. I know they said they're going to use them a lot of different ways, but I think there were some other quality running backs there that they could have they could have picked at that point. Um, the kid from LSU, he's a big offensive tackle. You know, we don't really know who he is because he got in a lot of trouble at LSU, a lot of suspensions, so he wasn't on the field as much as, as maybe he should have been. Um, my favorite player, you know, is I like I like Kalik Hudson, and that's the Michigan connection and seeing him his whole career. Um, I think he's a very solid. The reason he dropped in the draft is you don't know if he's a safety or a linebacker, but I think he can play linebacker at the next level. But I think overall I would give the Redskins a, a C grade. Uh, I see somebody in the chat talking about too many Cowboy fans on the panel. Well, we some of us, some of us cowboy fans that's on the panel. We appreciate you tuning in. I can't tell who you are, but we appreciate that. Uh, some of the cowboy listen, fans that's here, we know how to be a little uh, unbiased. So there you go. We're, we're, we're just talking football because we love football, brother. Brother Walker. So we here for everybody, and I'm sorry. <laughs> If oh. you held to the Redskins and I gave a seat, <laughs> that, that, that was that was Coach Chadwick, brother Walker. How do you, um, you grade the Redskins with? Um, I give him a B minus because I, I I like you know the the first round pick was a no brainer. Um, I like the wide receiver running back, and I also like the wide receiver from Liberty. I think those are two you know picks that can help him on the outside. Um. Sadiq Charles, again, like Dwayne said, he was in trouble, but he's a good offensive tackle. If he could just keep his head straight, he could do a lot of good things for the Redskins. Um, Kaliki Hudson, I like him a lot because, again, like, you know, he's a safety slash linebacker, but he could just ball out, man. It don't it doesn't make a difference what position he played, but, you know, you're going to get a good quality player in Hudson from Michigan. And um, I don't really know about the rest of the guys, the guy from San Diego State or, or Arkansas. So I'll give him a B minus. Uh, it's hard for me to – I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It is hard for me to talk about the Redskins. That is the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys rival. However, the Redskins going to get a B minus from me. Mm. With, the, with the potential, it could be – catastrophic for the NFC East because what they built in that defensive line and that front seven yeah. the last couple years could be dangerous with them Alabama wow. boys anchoring that front line wow. and then them linebackers just running crazy and you got Kerrigan still long in the tooth but still producing so with an unbiased assessment I'm going to give them a B and possibly a grand slam knocking it out the park far as the Memphis running back, the Memphis running backs, for some reason, it's hard to rate them because they're all good when they come out, but they're all good because they split time. 
So I, I'm kind of undecided with him. But he has the potential with, uh, I think, Grice. And they still got AP there. They get, You know, um, Ron Rivera, anybody that knows him, knows that he's going to try to build his teams from in to without. So they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're building their lines. They got, they got a good receiver from last year. The Redskins, if they could get solid quarterback play, they could make they can they can possibly threaten the uh Cowboys and the Eagles for tops of that division. I mean they could make it really scary for them. And the Cowboy fans know that the Redskins play the Cowboys tough no matter what the records are, it's always out the window. So yeah. going forward, like I said, I'm gonna give them a B, but I'm gonna say potentially, whoo, that front seven can be dangerous. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, man, them bookends, man. So what was this trade? Who's next on the clock? Detroit? Or they made the, the trade? Detroit. Detroit. Right, Detroit. Detroit. Brother Walker, you can start with Detroit. What was their grade? Uh, I'll give them an A. I think they, they did a great job. I mean, Akuda, big time corner. Um, they got my boy DeAndre Swift, that running back. They also got another running back who's kind of fast from New Mexico State. They did a good job getting Julian O'Carroll for Notre Dame. They got Jonas Jackson, a guard from Ohio State. They got, they got another guard from Kentucky, and then they got two defensive tackles from Ohio State and Utah. Um, they they tried to cover. I, you know, um, their coach is a, a Belichick disciple, so you know, he's trying to mimic what Bill does. So I, I I give them an A though because they they did a good job this draft. They did a very good job. Okay, give them an A, brother Outlaw. What you give Detroit? Um. I give them an A minus. I'm saying I like um I said I, I like Jeff Okuda. Like another no-brainer pick, man. You, you let Slay go, you get possibly a more talented cornerback in Okuda. Um again, DeAndre Swift, you know, talented running back from the SEC. They need a, they 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 haven't they've had good running back. But they, you know, they've had some injury problems. The boy they got from um, from uh, Auburn, he gets hurt a lot. I forget his name, but he gets hurt a lot. Um, so I guess you know DeAndre Swift is a filling for him. Um, I do like Okora out of Notre Dame. Notre Dame, their, their defensive, end, their defensive end. Notre Dame puts out some solid defensive end. They not, they don't end up. A lot of them don't end up being stars, but they're. Really solid players, and um, only pick I really don't like is that kid out of Wisconsin, Cephas. I just like I, I I don't like his I don't like his measurables, and I and I don't like you know like Wisconsin. Their wide receivers are kind of skewed, man. They haven't really had a guy like I really liked out of there since like Lee Evans, but they like you know he, he's kind of slow. And like he fit their offense for what they do, but I don't think he'll be able to separate in the in the uh, in the NFL. And there was um some picks. There were some other wide receivers that I thought they could have got that were better, but you know they see other things in them that I that I can't. So you know it ain't up to me. And then you know I really think they tried to uh, solidify their defensive line because they picked two tackles in a row. They picked two tackles in a row in uh, in the sixth and seventh round. And, uh, and lastly, they got a kid, Jason Huntley. I think we should watch out for him because he's one of the fastest guys in the draft at run at running back. 
And you know that kid could fly. And I think he, I think they could, he could do some damage in that offense with uh, Stafford because he can catch the ball too. So I give them an A minus because they fill needs and you know. But there's a couple of picks in there I wasn't too fond of. Brother Morris, your microphone is off, sir. Your microphone ain't on, Dwayne. There you go. Yeah, uh, for the Lions, I gave them a B. Um, I won't rehash what was already spoken by uh, by Craig and that. But I like the Jonah Jackson pick. You know, he started his career at Rutgers. And uh, he showed that he made that nice step to Ohio State and was a leader on that offensive line. Um, and I also like I like a lot of the Utah players that were drafted. And uh, I watched a little bit of Utah film um, because we'll talk about the reason why a little bit later. But um, their defensive tackle that was picked up by the Lions, he he showed up in a lot of their, their games. I think he's a solid six-round pick. But overall, I think the Lions did a really good job. So uh, I'm going to give them a B. Of course, we're great enough what we think of this draft we'll find as, out in three to four years as well you know, as well as really yeah. what in these drafts but uh definitely a beef as well as, as as well as fellas with the uh with the grades don't forget to mention their offseason as well and that brings okay. me to the, that brings me to the lions my assessment of the lions is a c and the reason mm. why is because like anthony said the lions decided to draft two defensive tackles because they let daniels and Snacks Harrison go. So mm-hmm. to me, uh, to me watching football, I think the Lions is sending mixed messages. In one instance, they're telling you they want to compete, but in the next instance, they're rebuilding. Got rid of Slay, they go get the kid out of Ohio State at cornerback. So if you're rebuilding, you need to do something with the biggest asset that you have, and that's the quarterback that's over thirty. I know it's hard. I know a lot of people always say, "Well, you can't get rid of your franchise quarterback," but I would rather get rid of my franchise quarterback than rebuild as a middle of a pack team every year. The, your, your ceiling is 10 and 6. Your wall is 6 and 10. And this is the, the area where I think the Lions have always found themselves. They don't really have any skill position players except the young kid they drafted at running back who possibly could be their best running back since Barry Sanders. Then on top of that, you have to compete with Green Bay, who as long as they got Aaron Rodgers, they're gonna compete. And then the Vikings, who have actually retooled, as we notice, as we'll see later when we do their offseason assessment. So <laughs> I'm giving them a C. The New York football giants. <laughs> brother Brother Walker, you gotta have to start because Dwayne dropped out. But um let's talk about the New York football giants, brother Walker. Um the Giants, I, I'll give them a B. I think, I think you know, the, they got an offensive tackle. You know, they want to build their line of scrimmage. And um, Mr. Andrew Thomas, he's a very good offensive tackle. He's been a left tackle all in all three years at Georgia. And he came out as a junior, but he he's he's excellent. All American offensive tackle. He he could do real well, and he's very versatile. And you know, if they need him at guard, he could play guard too as well. But the the pick that I really like them getting is two picks I like them. I like them getting Xavier McKinney at safety. Yeah. He's an yes. excellent safety, an excellent safety. 
Um, started at Alabama for three years. Another one of them guys that you could plug in and play. He's good. Um, and I and I like Darnay Holmes, bitch. Darnay Holmes, because he could play special teams too as well. That's a that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Um, um, I know in the off season they um they got rid of a couple. You know they got rid of Alec Ogletree. Um, so. You know, linebackers, I know they, they got a couple of linebackers in the seventh round. I know one of them, Tay Crowder, uh, he was solid at Georgia. Um, and then they got another one at from Penn State in South Carolina. So, um, and they got an offensive tackle from Connecticut. So, you're building their bookends for the future. So, I'll give them a B. I think, I think, I think they're going young and they, they're trying to build their line of scrimmages. And they, and they got the players that they need to get. So, I'll give them a B. Brother, uh, brother Morris, uh, we're gonna go with you with the Giants next. His microphone, his microphone. He on now. Okay. You heard me, brother Morris. Um, for the Giants, I got the yeah. Giants as a B. Um, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you, brother Morris. If you can hear me, can you hear me? Yeah. But uh I think he was a little bit rated like the fourth round. Oh Brother Morris, we keep losing you, Brother Morris. Go ahead, uh, Outlook. Until, until his connection get better. Okay, so I'll give the Giants um, a B only because, and I, and I feel a lot of Giants fans felt that they needed some defensive guys, especially linebacker. So I thought they were going to pick Isaiah Simmons. But I understand why Gettleman took um, uh, Thomas because, um, you know, uh, um, I forget it, uh, the quarterback. Um, uh, Daniel Jones took a lot of sacks last year, so you know, and you know, he was a high, he was a top top ten pick. So you want to protect what you think is your franchise quarterback. Um, uh, Thomas is a good, is a good, uh, is a good offensive, is a good offensive tackle. I was surprised that they didn't take Works, but you know, Works fell down low. I, I don't, I don't know why. But um, you know, I think Thomas on as a run blocker, he's fantastic. He does need a little work, you know, pass, you know, pass blocking. Um, like 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 Craig said, he beat me to it, man. McKinney, man, that was a good pick. That was a good pickup in the uh, you know, in the second in the second round. He should go good. He should go. He should work good alongside of um of uh, Jabril Peppers, and uh, I think if Darnay Holmes pans out. I think he could be a steal. He's got the measurables, man. He's got the measurables. He's got the size, speed, talent, you know. So, you know, I, I like I, – I do like what the Giants did. Um, it's the one draft that Gettleman didn't do something stupid in. <laughs> so <laughs> so that, that'll, that'll, bring, that'll bring the grade – that'll bring the grade up a little higher. But um, I, I like what they did. I like I like what they did, especially in the, um, in the, you know, in the uh, first couple of rounds. I think uh, Matt Pert, the offensive tackle from Connecticut, 
if he pans out, that gives them another starter, and he could kick in the guard if he doesn't work out at tackle. So yeah, I give him a, I give him a B. I like what a B plus. I like what they did. Hey, I got I got brother Morris on the line. He uh, had the phone in. Brother Morris, you, you want to finish with your Giants? I know that you gave the Giants a, a B, but you didn't finish with your assessment. You want to finish? Uh, yeah, I said a B. So like I said, the Andrew Thomas pick, uh, I think he's going to be a solid tackle. I just think there were about three more that are a little bit better than them. Uh, McKinney is a lockdown, solid pick in the second round. Uh, I really, really like the Darnay Holmes kid from UCLA. I think he's going to be a really good slot corner, nickel corner. assessment of the Giants is I'm going to get them a C minus with not including their draft, like looking at their all offseason moves. And the reason why is I know how Gettleman uh, builds a team. He builds a team from the lines out. Uh, being a, a ex-Cowboy head coach for 10 years, I know what Jason Garrett is about trying to build a team from the lines out. But I don't know is about the head coach, where he stands. It's always basically special teams and so forth. So I see what the Giants are trying to do with build, with build that get that lineman. But I think that lineman was a little bit of a reach to be that pick. I think Simmons could have been a difference maker because mm. if you look at if you look at the rest of their draft board, they didn't kind of like make sense because you draft in your interior, then you go somewhere totally different. But the Giants. Biggest issue is trying to protect uh, Danny Dimes and uh, Saquon. So I guess trying to get that line together and to solidify that offensive line is key. One of the things to, um, from our last uh, pre-draft talk that I asked Kevin was, is they going to get a possession receiver? Right now the Giants don't have a possession receiver. They got three slot guys on their team. Their three top receivers are all slot guys. So, so they're going to be trying to probably try to get a possession receiver going forward. But I'm gonna give the Giants a C. Mark. Like I said, well, they, they, do have, they do have a possession receiver in Slayton. People be forgetting about Slayton. He got the size. He's like six. He's like six four, man. So Slayton's four in the depth. He's four in the depth chart for a reason, Mister Outlet. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not a possession receiver, but he ain't fourth in that depth chart for nothing. I got to get the Giants a C-minus because I see what – when you build your lines, most people will not be what they call sexy in the draft, so to say. But mm -hmm. basically they, they struck out last year with getting Solder. Solder was a straight button up. Was it Solder? Yeah, Solder yeah, was a yeah. bust at left tackle for them. And I think the key thing now is to continue to try to build their lines up you know, they got the kid Hernandez last year who's who, who could be a 10, 12-year starter. So with that, I'm going to just get him a C-. minus. <laughs> the next offseason, I must say, if any one of you guys don't give them an A at least, something's wrong because the next team is the Miami Dolphins. Brother Morris, we're going to go with you first. Uh, I'm going on record. Everyone knows I'm a Dolphin. But uh, 
just like everything that they're doing in this offseason, let alone the draft. And if I had to think about this year's draft, uh, I know this is an offseason grade rating, but if I had to think of this year's draft, I think the Dolphins did the best job um, out of all the teams. I mean, you got to work. Who's your, uh, who's, who's your franchise? You got a tackle to protect him and Austin Jackson. You got the kid from Auburn. I'm not going to try to make you say his last name. I ain't embarrassing myself. But he's a, he's a really good corner. Um, I like Raekwon Davis from Alabama. Uh, Brandon Jones is a very underrated safety from Texas. What I do love is I love what they did in Fifth Brown. Uh, they took two edge rushers, two edge rushers that I was very high on. Um, Jason Strobridge from North Carolina. And uh, my favorite edge rusher in this draft is Curtis Weaver. Weaver. Um, I know some people say he, he could be an in, he could be an outside linebacker. All I know is that that kid gets after the quarterback. And when you got 34 sacks, man, um, you're doing stuff right. So I really like what they did there. Um, and I just like the whole system that they have in place with Flores and Greer. And I just think. All right, I like that, brother Morris. Uh, brother Outlaw, you could you could go next, sir. Um, I like I like what they did. Even though I think they did reach for two guys in the first round outside of Tua, um, I, I'm gonna give I'm definitely gonna give them an A, but. I think they reached for Igbahini because they already saw, they already have two corner two or three corners. They have two corners that are big money corners, and I think they could have used that pick to address some other needs. Um, I also think they reached for Austin Jackson. I think they could have got. I think if they were going to get a tackle, they could have got the kid. Uh, they could have got the kid Jones out of. Uh, the kid Jones out of um, Houston, out of Houston, who I think was a better tackle. Who I think was a better tackle, but you know, like I said again, they see things that we don't. Um, I do love the Raquan Davis pick. Um, I, I trust I trust Alabama defensive linemen, man. If they if they're not stars, they usually solid linemen. So you know, I think that guy's a, a, a space eater, great against the run. Um, I think he didn't really get to show what he could do, especially coming off that coming off uh, that injury. But I tell you this, that man got shot in the leg, missed like a week, and then came back and played. So <laughs> that, that should pretty much tell you what he what he got. Um, like Dwayne said, I do like Curtis Weaver, man. I think he should have went higher, but um, those guys out of Boise, man, they put solid players out. And uh, another guy that I like. Um, that is that got taken in the seventh round is Malcolm Perry from Navy. He was their quarterback, but you know he had a thousand yard season at a at, at uh, a quarterback at, at Navy, and I think he could transition into a pretty good running back. So I give him an A. I like what they did, man. They are building something, you know, great in there. You know, Tua. I don't need to really talk about him because you know, personally, I don't think he's going to play this year because Fitzpatrick always manages to have a fantastic year when he's against the wall. So <laughs> I expect them to actually make the playoffs behind some Fitz magic, you know, by, you know, some type of witchcraft. But I like what they did. They building, you know, Flores is building, you know, a solid program down there. So give them a. Brother, brother Walker, for those that just, uh, hold up, for those that's just uh, tuning in, um, 
we're doing our off-season football wrap-up 2020 because hopefully the season will start on time this year. Um, so right now we're doing the Dolphins with Brother Walker. Brother Walker, your assessment on the Dolphins offseason. Uh, they they get an A, A plus. Um, just between the offseason free agent and the draft, they 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 did an excellent job. And not to mention, this is just momentum building from the second half of last year where they played some pretty good football. So Flores and and the new GM down there, they're doing an excellent job. Um, you, I mean, if you look from first round to seventh round. They got good quality picks. Um, you know, I'm not gonna really go over like you know Anthony and Dwayne did a good job, and their um free agent um their signings. They 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 basically built the whole team in between the draft and the off season. So yeah. again, Miami did an excellent job. They get an A plus. My my assessment of the Dolphins is uh the Dolphins get an A plus in my eyes. Um, I love it. I love what they're doing. Like you said, middle middle end of last year. If you look at them, they were competitive in every single game. They right. played hard for the coach. Then the coach was able to finally spend some money. He went and got some former players from New England. First thing he did was got Van Noy. Then they they knocked it out the park in the draft. Byron Jones may not give you interceptions, but he is a lockdown corner. Maybe if he's taught by a proper DB coach down there to get your head around, he'll probably get some, he'll probably get some interceptions because he didn't learn that in Dallas because they didn't teach it. Uh, as far as their picks, their picks is like they're they're basically playing with house money this year when it comes to Tua because they still got an asset on the bench in Rosen. Most people don't like him, but Rosen just happens to be a quarterback that just got. Bad situations. Sometimes you get drafted to teams that change coaches and you just lose your job. So Chan Gailey's down there. And I know Chan Gailey is a creative offensive coordinator. Hopefully he got a quarterback coach and they could probably turn Rosen into a future asset. But um, I really like what they're doing. I'm like Dwayne. That AFC East this year, you ain't you're gonna see competitive games because the coach is still up there in New England, and you know he's gonna mm -hmm. coach right. And uh, as we'll talk about later, Buffalo did some very good moves. So, uh, like I said, I got to give them an A-plus because I really love what their program is doing. Yes. Now, Brother Morris is back with us. Who is the next pick? We'll the, the Los Angeles Chargers is on the clock. Right. Brother Morris, you could bring them in too, man. Um, I'm kind of wishy-washy with the Chargers. Uh I think they did some good things, some bad things. Um, their offseason has been um, – I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Tyrod Taylor fan. Uh, sounds like they're going to go with him this year and uh, have Justin Herbert uh, behind them. Uh, from a draft standpoint, I like the Kenneth Murray pick. Um, I like K.J. Hill from Ohio State. I'm kind of surprised he fell all the way to the seventh round. But uh, I'm prone to give the Chargers a D on their draft, man. I'm, I'm not a Justin Herbert fan myself. Um, he could prove me wrong, but I'm not a big fan of his. I'm not a fan of Joshua Kelly, the running back out of UCLA. Um, so the only thing I really like out of their draft is Murray and KJ. Brother Outlaw, you can go. 
I'm with Dwayne, but I'll give him a C plus only because of Kenneth Murray. That's literally the only pick that I like in their, in their draft. Like like Dwayne, I'm not a Justin Herbert fan. Like like people get caught up in the size, you know, six six, you know, probably about two twenty five, two thirty. You know, runs runs a decent forty, but if you look at his film. He makes like a wild, he makes a wild throw and then he misses like three easy throws. You know, so you know that's not good. And then, you know, I just don't trust Oregon quarterbacks, man. Achilles Smith, Joey Harrington, you know, you know, this just he smells of them. You know, Marcus Mariota, he smells of them. Um, I do like KJ Hill at the value for his for the value, you know. You know, like, you know, he was productive at Ohio State, but, you know, I really don't trust Ohio State wide receivers either because, you know, it, it's hard to judge them because, you know, they play, you know, they play. I just I just don't trust Ohio State wide receivers. I haven't seen a good one outside of outside of Chris Carter and Joey Galloway that I could really say, like, well, well damn. Um, but uh, I do like Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray is a good pick. He should fit in good with Derwin James. And uh, and everybody else, and I just I give them a C plus. You know, if Herbert pans out, the grade goes higher. But I just I just think he's a bust waiting to happen. Brother Walker, I give him a C minus. Um, I, I there's one pick I like, and I like the safety from Notre Dame, Alohi Gilman. I think, I think, I think that was a nice pick for for the sixth round. But C minus. I mean, there's nothing. In this draft, that you know they they you knew they was gonna get a quarterback because of losing Rivers, but I mean the only pick I'm like everybody else, Kenneth Murray is a is is a player at linebacker. I think that's an excellent pick for them. So C minus, and I didn't really see anything off season they did spectacular. I know they got rid of um um Melvin Gordon and they're trying to replace him with Joshua Kelly, but you know Joshua Kelly really didn't show. I mean. I'm not gonna say he didn't show me anything, but I'm not excited about them picking him in the third, fourth round. So I have to give I have to give uh, the the Los Angeles Chargers a D plus. <laughs> it, it, it sounds harsh, but when you look at their overall offseason, you they let two of their better players go, even though Phillip Rivers was long in the tooth. You let him go, and within that division, you're going to be able to score. Have you have to be able to score points? And Tyrod Taylor is not one of those quarterbacks that's going to be able to sling it 30 to 45 times a game to produce enough points. So they're going to have to play a lot of ball control football. So going with that, if you're going to play ball control football, and Isaiah Simmons is sitting there waiting for you to draft him, you should have drafted him and paired him with Derwin James. And they could have had a defense for the ages. With Bosa, Derwin James, and you still got the uh, Melvin Ingram over there on the other side. So even though I do like the, the linebacker they got, I mean, Isaiah Simmons could have been a problem with them. So I just think that uh, their overall offseason has really took a hit because you can't lose the face of your franchise. And uh, though Tyrod Taylor, I believe that he is he he could be a solid quarterback, and Anthony Lynn has a good program in that division. You're gonna have to be able to score points, and I just don't think they're gonna be able to do it. So, 
I got to give them a D plus for a D plus for their whole offseason. It's just not it's just not looking good. On the clock, we have the Carolina Panthers. We'll go with Mr. Outler. All right, so Matt Rule, all defensive draft. <laughs> um, I, I can see why they went all defense because they don't really have um, they they have some they have some good offensive pieces. Uh, they have some good offensive pieces, and I think they can uh do it. Just give me a second to just get to my my breakdown on them. I'm sorry, just need a second. Um, sorry. Uh, wait, give me one second, guys. Uh, dang, where where did I put it at? Sorry, man, where did I put it? Uh, sorry, this is gonna be just bear with me, bear with me. Okay, so it took Derek Brown, the beast. Um, you know, two best best D linemen in the draft was uh, Brown and Kinlaw. But Brown's Brown's more of the beast, man. He's he's the guy guy that has Aaron Donald traits, stays on all all three. Um, You know, he's a problem. You know, uh, Yutura Grossmatos, I like him out of uh, Penn State. I think he's got the potential to be – a 10-year starter, um, who I like, man, a lot of people sleeping on, man, is Jeremy Chin, man, out of uh, Southern Illinois. Small school guy, but he has he has, uh, he has has big measurables, man. He's a hitter, and he, and he can cover, man. I think these guys are going to fit in good with uh, Brian Burns, who's a buddy star. And, you know, I, I was surprised. I'm surprised they didn't take uh, Isaiah Simmons. I thought that's who they were gonna take, but I could understand, you know, you know, uh, taking Brown if they like their linebackers, you know, because you know the one thing about Isaiah Simmons that everybody that everybody's saying a lot of a lot of scouts are saying is that like he can be good and bad in a way. He can be good that you know he has the athleticism to play anywhere, but then he could end up being those guys that's like a a, a, a jack of all trades, but a master at none of them. So you know, and that 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 kind of hurts because it's like, okay, well, if you got one of those guys, now you got to find a way. You gotta you gotta find a way. You gotta find a place to put them, and then you gotta like build your defense around them. So I can see that, but I like what Matt Rule's doing out there, man. Um, Stanley Thomas Oliver the third out of the, out in the seventh round. He's got the athleticism, man. I saw a couple of games with him at FIU. And I thought he could be. I thought he could have went higher, but you know, small school guys they don't really, especially like FIU, they really don't like. You know, it's kind of a bias against them. Um, but uh, you know, I give them, I give them a B plus. I, I I thought they could have got some offense, you know, to build around Bridgewater, but I guess they're happy with um with uh, McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel. I think I think they needed another wide receiver, but you know. You know, they, I, you know, I'm not the head coach. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I like what they did. I give him a B plus. You know. Uh, Brother Morris is back on the phone with us, but we're going to let Brother Craig. Uh, um, Caroline, Caroline, I give him an A minus. Um, they got some good players in the draft. 
I mean, Brown, Matos, Chin, Pride, Kenny Robinson from West Virginia is a very good safety. Um, Roy and but offseason, you know, they got Teddy Bridgewater, but they also got um my man from the Jets, the wide receiver. They just oh. got Robbie Anderson. Robbie and they Anderson. got Farrell they got Farrell Cooper and they got Russell Otong. So I mean they, they got PJ Walker. I give him an A. I mean, Matt Rule knows what he's doing. Everywhere he's been, he's rebuilt teams. So uh, I I I trust in Matt Rule. So I give him an A minus. I really like their draft. And I also like what they're doing in the offseason too. Brother Outlaw, what was your assessment of them? What was your grade? I give him a, I give him a B plus only because I thought they could have picked up they could have picked up an offensive guy, man. I want to give him an A because you know their their defensive choices were solid, but I just think when you go all one side on the draft and you just don't address you know like depth on another side on another side you just um, I want to give him an A. you just you just uh you just you know it drops your grade down. I just feel that like in the draft you need to address all sides, just not both sides, man. You gotta brother, pick up Brother oh Morris. Okay, but Carolina, if I'm looking at their overall offseason, um, you gotta consider the fact that they got a new coach in town and Matt Rule. I'm a big Matt Rule fan. If you look at what they've lost, they've lost a lot. You know, they lost uh Mario Addison, they lost Bruce Irving, they lost uh, Terry Crow. Okay, we got you solid B for the uh, Carolina Panthers. I'm going to give them a C plus. I mean, uh, like Brother Morris said, with all their flux of players leaving the program, the face of their offense and the face of their defense, uh, one retiring and one uh, being let go, um, it's going to take a lot uh, for them. Uh, they got a lot of leadership issues. Now Christian McCaffrey is the highest paid running back, so best believe he's going to get at least 15 to 20 carries. In about 10 passes a game, they're going to wear him out. So I, <laughs> I hope that his body can handle it. As uh, far as their offseason, I mean, uh, they built a lot of solid guys, guys that will be able to stabilize the program going forward. Like I said, least if you're a Carolina Panther fan, 
you have a direction of where your franchise is going. You don't have a bunch of old guys mixed with a bunch of new guys where y'all on the brink of winning. The coach kind of knows that he needs to rebuild. And him and the uh, the owner, who's a hedge fund guy, is kind of on the same page going forward with rebuilding their program. So I'm going to give them a C plus. And the only reason I'm giving them a C is because, like I said, you can't lose that many guys in your locker room. And now it's a question of leadership. Who's going to be that leader in the defensive rooms? That's the key. So uh, hopefully going forward, Carolina got a lot of good things, but they just this division is a lot like that at AFC West. If you can't score points mm-hmm. with Atlanta and the Saints, you ain't winning too many ball games. So it's going to be tough with Carolina uh, trying to win a lot of games next year going forward. Next we have Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals. Brother Morris, we'll let you go first, sir. Um, with their offseason, I will give uh, the Cardinals an A uh, because they, they basically stole DeAndre Hopkins from the Texans. And uh, that's another weapon for Kyle Murray. Um, I think Isaiah Simmons was the best defensive player in the draft, and you get him at number eight. I think Josh Jones is a solid tackle. Uh, I'm a big fan of Geno Benjamin from Arizona State. You know, uh, he had pro coaching. When you look at him, Edwards and that staff, that home built. So when you um, like you said, they got DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of balls. Um, <laughs> but the one player that I, I'm telling you, at sixth round, Evan Weaver, he's a tackling machine out of Cal. He's going to fit right in on that defense. Somebody that could plug the hole, could play tough. You know, but, you know, Isaiah Simmons, we already know what he could do. He could do basically everything on defense. Um, they got Josh Jones as an offensive tackle to help the line. They got Rashad Lawrence at defensive tackle and, and Leaky Fotu from Utah, another Utah defensive player who plays very well. Um, and then you got Eno Benjamin, who was a good running back at Arizona State. Um, yeah, they, they definitely get an A. That's, they did a good job. Brother Outler. Um, I'm legit. As a 49ers fan, I'm legit worried about the Cardinals, man. <laughs> Cause they seem like they seem like they about to become the young upstarts, man. Like, you know, we got a young team too. But they just uh, man, I like what they did, man. Like, like, you know, I like when they got when they picked up Hassan Reddick, man. He was an ultra athletic linebacker out of out of out of Temple. And now you pair him with Simmons, you know. And then you know, like 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 uh, Craig said, I like Evan Weaver out of Cal too. I think he's gonna slide right in and be a tackling machine. And they got a steal and Eno Benjamin out of out of Arizona State, man. A lot of people sleep on Arizona State because you know they play late and you don't really get to see them until like you know late night on Saturday. But man, I like him. And like I, I said before earlier, I felt that Josh Jones out of Houston could have got higher, could have went higher. And you got him in round three. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, you got him in round three. That's, man, 
I got, I gotta, I gotta give him an A, at least an A, man. I, I think, man, I really want to give him an A plus because you know, like DeAndre Hopkins, man, like, like, like you know, Craig said they got him for nothing, man. They got him for a bag of nickels, man. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, it was, it was, it was almost like a reverse, like you know how they had, like you know how they had a uh, Chris Paul trade, the NBA. And the NBA vetoed it. It's like the NFL was like, all right, we're going to make this team good, so we're going to prove this one. <laughs> like, like, man. So, like I said, they 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 doing everything they possibly can to make college successful. You know, he already had a level of success last year because he proved that he was a player last year. So I got to give him I got to give him a, a solid A, man, A+. I want to give him an A+, plus, but I don't really want to give any team an A plus right right now. I gotta I gotta I gotta give Arizona that A plus, man. Because when you look when you look at their offseason, to trade any running back for a receiver, you stole. And uh on top of that, their receiver room is is beautiful for a young uh young uh, quarterback. If they could protect him, the Cardinals can make big strides within the division because the Rams have taken a step back. As well, and um, you never know with Seattle, with Russell. Russell Russell's gonna always make Seattle tough, but the Cardinals can make some big strides because they got the skill players now. If their defense can mature fast enough, they're gonna be real interesting to look at. So I'm gonna give them an A plus moving forward. Who is the the next pick? Uh, Jacksonville, right? Yes, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh, so Jacksonville had the ninth pick, Dwayne? All right, we're going to do Jacksonville now. Because I still got the original draft stuff, so I didn't – I can't find my first-round stuff that I did. So after the Cardinals picked, who was it? Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do the Jaguars. We're going to try to speed it up a little bit for because of time, y'all. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I, I would just say that uh, let's just do off-season grades from here on out, right? We're just going to grade each team. Okay. And then and then we could talk about after the show what we think about each division. Y'all are y'all cool with that? Yeah, we're cool. All right. We're gonna do a rapid fire here with the grades, Dwayne. Go ahead. Uh Jaguar Big Outlaw. I give him an A. Craig. A. I'm gonna give them a B. Who's the next trick next pick? Browns. Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland Outlet. I give them an A. A. Brother Walker. A minus. Dwayne. I'm going to give them a B plus. The Jets, right? Mm hmm. Dwayne. I'm going to A with the Jets. A with the Jets. Outlet. Solid A with the Jets. Brother Walker. I'm going to give them an A. They did a great job. And I'm, and I'm going to give them a B. 
The next pick was uh, the Raiders, right? Yep. Outlaw. I give them a B. B. Dwayne. Walker. B minus. I'm going to give him a C. Next pick was the Colts. But they traded with y'all, right? Uh, Outlaw, they had traded with the 49ers. Well, we gave, no. yeah, we, yeah, we took their uh, first round pick, yeah. So the 49ers picked, right? No, it was uh, the 13th yeah, pick we, was yeah, Tampa we, Bay. Yeah. Tampa no, Bay. We, we, we actually traded back, yeah. Tampa okay. Bay was the 13th pick back. Of Tampa Bay. Right. Yeah. Brother Walker. A. Dwayne. Outlaw. I give them an A. A minus. Sorry. I got to give them an A because of Tom Brady, unfortunately. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, who's the next point? <laughs> the 49ers. 49ers. Morris. Outlook. I give us an A. <laughs> Craig. A. I'm gonna give them an A as well because I like that they, they were able to, to to trade and get uh get another receiver and get younger when it from as far as the salary cap. They got rid of a guy that was worth a little bit of too much money. Mm-hmm. Next pick was Denver. Denver. Den- Dwayne. Outlaw. I give them a B, too. Walker. B. I'm going to give them a B as well. I mean, I like what they're doing for the young – well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, the Falcons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Morris. Outlaw. I give them a B minus. Craig. C. I'm giving the Falcons a D. The Cowboys. Brother Walker. A plus. A plus. Dwayne. <laughs> Outler. <laughs> I, no, I give the Cowboys an A, man. Uh, you know what? I got you know I gotta give them an A plus, man. C D at 17, man. Yeah. Well, well, we're gonna discuss that. I'm gonna give the Cowboys an A. Like, um, I would want to give him an A, a plus. Who's the next pick? Man, man. Dolphins. We did the Dolphins. Yeah, we did. Dolphins? Yeah, we did the Dolphins already. Dolphins we did already. Yeah. We did We did the Raiders, and we did Jacksonville. And who else? <laughs> so now we, we can go all the way to the Eagles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dwayne. Outler. I give him a B minus. Craig. B minus. I'm giving him a C. What's I the next thing? Uh, <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> Dwayne, Minnesota. Minnesota, I give him A. I give them an A too. Walker. A. They get an A in my book too. Um, what's the next team, y'all? 
You said who? Brother, Brother Morris Pets. What'd you give him? He gave him an incomplete. Brother Walker. Okay. I get him a D. Outler. F. F? Yes, F. Solid F. I get him a D minus. And they only getting that because the coach's still there. If he can win this draft, he proves something to me again. Once again, prove me wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the, what's the next team, y'all? Saints. 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 Saints was 24. Dwayne. I give them a C. C. Outler. Same. C. C. Craig. C minus. I'm going to give them a B because of all their offseason moves. I kind of like them a little bit. I think they mm-hmm. I think that they just basically retooled and definitely got another receiver. But anyway, who's next? Um, we going we did the 49ers Green Bay at 26. Huh. Oh man. Outland. C minus. Dwayne. Oh, yeah. Brother Walker. I give him a D. Give him a D. I'm giving them a failing grade because they, they haven't drafted a receiver since the guy been there in the first round. Like, what do you expect? You know, you, you, <laughs> you keep shop you keep shopping at the five and dime store, you're bound to have bad health. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who they uh, buy the, they buying a turkey with stovetop stuff? Who's the, who's the next team? Seattle? <laughs> Seattle. Outler. I give them a C, man. C. Dwayne. D. Craig. C. C. I'm gonna give them a C as well. They haven't really been hitting in their in their in their drafts lately, neither. Who's the next team? Kansas City, right? Well, no, Baltimore. Oh. Ravens. A plus from Dwayne. Outler. Same A plus man at the park. Craig, A plus. I'm giving them A plus too. I mean, some organizations just get it. The Chiefs. No, not um, Got Tennessee. 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 Outlaw. Mm, a B. B. Yeah. Dwayne. B minus. B minus. Brother Walker. B. B. I'm going to give them a B as well. Now we got the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Outler. I actually give them an A. I like Gay and and the running back, Edwards Hilaire. Dwayne. C+. C+, Brother Walker. B-. B-. I'm going to give them a B. Uh. The Steelers, the Steelers and the Bears didn't have a first round pick, but we could talk about them because this is basically the offseason moves. So yeah. yeah, Bears, Steelers, and Rams. So going forward, because time time is eluding us and it's kind of late. Uh-huh. I know brothers got stuff to do. It's gonna be nice down there tomorrow. So I know y'all guys might want to get out, enjoy the beautiful parks in New Jersey. Uh-huh. I ain't going to no park. Air. Forget that. 
I'll drive my car. I ain't going to no park. <laughs> but anyway, brother, 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 Coach Cam said that the Vikings deserved the A plus. Okay. So let's 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 go with divisions now. Let's start off with the AFC West. How do you guys feel about the AFC West? We'll go with you, uh, brother Walker. AFC West, man. I mean, I'm telling you, the team that they better watch out for is the Broncos. Yes, I'm. I'm impressed with the Broncos and what they're doing. Um, you know, I would say the Chargers. I know Tyrod's solid, but I gotta see how they do. But they have a chance to do something good too. Um, but I, I'm telling you, the, the Chiefs better watch out for the Broncos. That's the team they need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. That's that's the team. How you feel about the uh, AFC West, brother Morris? Brother Outler. Um, it's about to get competitive. Uh, I think the Chiefs, contrary to popular belief, they have a limited window because they're going to have to give uh, Mahomes in the next year, they're going to have to give him close to $50 million a season to throw the football. Um, so, you know, and as of right now, they said they only have like $250,000 in salary cap, which means they could barely sign their draft picks. Of which they have four. Um, I think the Broncos are putting something together. I don't think they're ready yet to challenge, but I think they uh, they're putting something together, man. Judy and KJ Hamler, you know, they look like they can do something along with uh, Cortland Sutton and uh, Melvin Gordon. They got they got and Noah Fant. They got they got some good young offensive studs going, but I got to see what uh, what Drew Lock can give me for a whole year. Uh, the Raiders. Are the Raiders? Um, they, they had Al Davis picks this year, and as long as David Carr is their quarterback, I don't see them doing anything. And uh, we got to see what kind of year Tyrod gives uh, the Chargers, or if he even plays, because you know, you know, the, you know, management and ownership might be like, "Yo, like we invested a top ten draft pick in uh in Herbert, so we want to get him on the field right now." So you know, him him coming out of a shotgun offense. Shotgun, you know, read off one read offense, man. We don't really know what he can do. So from that point, I just think it's the Chargers. Uh, I'm at the Chargers. The uh, Chiefs is a uh, um, you know division to lose. I think I think the Chiefs is going to win a division. They got a track team over there. They just added more track weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. The Raiders, even though I don't think that we are as high on their draft picks as is. As most people, I think that um, they realize that you have to score points, and that's why they got these receivers. Like I told you, I think San Diego is going to struggle. The Broncos is an interesting team to look at. I mean, honestly, the Broncos kind of got a piece to build something that could be interesting. They got good skill players. Now it's basically 
up to the quarterback whether his maturation has gotten uh, us further. Moving right along, let's go to the AFC, the NFC South. NFC mm. South. Brother Morris, you want to lead us with the NFC South? Straight up, just like that. <laughs> Brother Outlet, you want to go? I'm with Dwayne. I'm thinking, you know, the Saints, they, you know, they just um, added, um, uh, you know, um, oh, man, my brain. Uh, Sanders. Sanders, they just added Emmanuel Sanders to go with Michael Thomas. Their big problem was they didn't have another guy outside of Thomas last year. I think they filled that with Sanders. I'm not sold on, you know, Tampa Bay being the Patriots north, I mean south, for two reasons. Bruce Arians' offense, he likes to throw deep. Tom Brady doesn't have that arm strength anymore. And, you know, they still don't have a, a viable running back. And Tom Brady needs that security valve, can catch the football, block, you know, do the dirty work running back. Um, and you know, I just, I, I, I don't, you know, and he's old too. Him and Gronkowski are, are old. So I just, I, I'm, I'm just not sold on him. So I think that's pretty much the, uh, the, um, the, uh, Saints is, uh, the Saints, uh, a division to win. I don't think the, uh, the Falcons have done enough to, uh, put themselves in a position to win games either because they have a couple of losses. Um, I'm going to go Saints, but the sleeper is the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to sneak up on some people this year. I'm going to go with the Saints as usual. The only thing with the Saints that scare me is Ethan. Drew Brees towards the end of the season, like week 10, it looked like his arm gets a little tired the last couple of years. So that could be a, a telltale sign that um, Father Tom is <laughs> knocking on the door. I think that Tampa Bay – they may get all the hype going in, but their defense is a little suspect. I mean, um, their defensive line, resigning, resigning the big guy, the Dominican Sue. He's he's old. He's thirty five years old. He got old quick. The Falcons, the Falcons is the same old story, man. It's prolific looking offense, and they just don't uh, want to do nothing on defense. I saw earlier where they don't even want to give Tack McKinley his fifth year, like. You know, and then you let Vic Beasley go. I just don't understand what they're doing down there on the defense and having that coach. It's like they just all over the place. With that, we're going to go to the AFC North. Brother Outler. All right. So this is, you know, this, you know it's the, uh, it's the um, uh, Baltimore is the lose. But. I think, you know, saying like, you know, they have the best team. They added, you know, you know, they had a great draft. They added some great guys. I think they're going to win it outright. But, you know, I do think this is the year that the Browns actually put it together. Um, They got some good guys. I think Delpit is going to be great once he's healthy. Um, They still have ODB. They still have Jarvis Landry. Um, They still have, you know, running backs. They actually – Picked up a good offensive lineman, I think, what is it, in Conklin or something like that? So 
Yeah. They got they, they've given Baker some help. So this is Baker's make it a break it year. They said they told me to cut your mic, Anthony. They told they told me to cut your mic in the queue, brother. They told me to cut my mic. <laughs> they said cut your this mic. Is, this, is, this is the year. I think this is the year they put it together. I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna win. I just think they're gonna be a solid team this year. Go ahead. Um, and then, Hold on. We're going to move along because it's kind of getting late. I'm messing with you. But, Craig, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I'm going to go Ravens, but, man, I, I mean, the Steelers, man. I mean, they, you can't count them out. You cannot count the Steelers out. So, I mean, <laughs> the Browns, you know, until I see it, I mean, they have the pieces in place. They have the pieces in place. I just got to see it. but. But but I think it's going to be between the Steelers and the Ravens this year. Brother Morris. Um, I like the Ravens. Uh, definitely the Steelers. We get Big Ben back if he's healthy and he plays the whole season. I think uh, they'll have something to say about it. The Browns are worried about the Browns. A lot of personalities on that team. And now you got the fast coming in there. They just got rid of Freddie Kitchens. So uh, I'm not sure. Um, if they're going to be able to pull it all together. I think with a healthy Ben, you'll see the Steelers and the Ravens battling out for that division. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go with the Ravens, man. They just do everything right, man. I mean, even even in their free agency, they go get a guy like Calais Campbell. I mean, something about the Ravens, uh, when they get players on their second con- second and third contract that want to end their career, people like to go down into that culture. I just can't trust the Browns with this court, this new coach. And the Steelers, man, this guy showed me that he is really a great coach. He held the team together when they had a quarterback that was bagging groceries at Stop and Shop, leading the helm. It's like, how could you not? How could you bet against the Steelers? As long as Big Ben can come back relatively healthy, the Steelers is going to be competitive. I mean, the guy, the guy could coach, man. The guy, the guy can coach. He could just flat out coach. Let's go to the NFC West. We're going to let Mr. Outlet go first because this is his division. Um, So uh, I think this is the most competitive division in football right now. Um, You actually have uh, two of the top teams in the the division with a a chance to have another budding team in the uh, Cardinals there. I do think the 49ers are going to win it again. Um, I think I like what we did. We added, we, we cut salary. We had we had a pretty good draft. I like what we did with our wide receivers. I like what we did, you know, with Kinlaw. Um, also Trent Williams, man. Like you, you lose Joe Staley and then you replace him with a Pro Bowl player. And you know our defense is still intact for the most part. I think we we still proud to make some noise there. The Seahawks are the Seahawks, man. Russell Wilson is carrying that team, so that team goes with how Russell Russell does. But I think the Cardinals are going to surprise a lot of people this year. Um, they made a little bit of noise; they scared a couple of people this year. I think they, I think they could possibly be a playoff team, man, with DeAndre Hopkins, with Kyle throwing to DeAndre Hopkins. But I think that you know we're going to win that division. Um, the Rams. They're just on the downslide, and I think that's the 49ers division to lose right now. Uh, Brother Morris, you go next, sir. Brother Morris. 
Walker. I'm between Seattle and the 49ers, but I'm telling you the Cardinals are going to be a wild card because I, mm -hmm. I think they improved so much. Um, but I, between the 49ers and the um, Seahawks, definitely. I got, I, I got, I got the 49ers, then I got the Seattle right there. I think this is the year that every 49er fan will be decided on Jimmy G. It's not going to be nothing else. It's all about Jimmy G this year. Their running game took them as far as they can go with that solid defense. Now Jimmy G is going to have to carry them with scoring. Seattle, you know what you get with Russell. He's going to make you competitive in every game. Uh, the Rams are rebuilding. I mean, it's right. obvious what they're doing. They, they basically scrapped their whole defense because uh, they got old quick. They overpaid these players, and they they actually eating a whole bunch of money in their salary cap, and their quarterback is still undecided. The Cardinals will be be competitive as well. Um, the AFC East, brother Walker. <laughs> Yo, let me let me tell you something, man. I, this division is up and coming. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I, I love. I, I just like Buffalo. I know. Josh Allen is one that quarterback that has to improve because they gave him weapons this year. They got him some weapons this year. So I like Buffalo. I like Miami too because I I thought the second half of their year last year, they they really impressed me. They played hard. Um New England is New England. I don't care what you say. That as long as they got that head coach, they're gonna they're gonna play. And the Jets are improving too. I mean, you know, with when um, Darnold started, they went seven and six last year. So this is going to be a very interesting division. But I'm going with Buffalo, brother Outlaw. Like I'm with Craig. It's, you know, it's it's a toss up, but Buffalo, man. Like you know, they won it last year. Um, they they added Diggs, so they gave him a, they gave him a weapon in the Jets. And the Dolphins are still developing, so I think you know, like like you said, as long as that as long as the NE coach is there. They got a chance, but I think it's Buffalo. They had they had too many losses. Brother Morris. In Flores, I trust. In Flores, you trust. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Beckham, we got Mims as a target for, for San 
Okay, I, 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 you know, I kind of like, I love, like, like me and Mr. Morris discussed previously, I love everything the Dolphins is doing. I love everything Buffalo is doing. I love everything the Jets have done, and then you got the coach. You know, um, these are the these are the times where you sat back, and like me and Brother Walker was talking when you was listening to Bob Trumpy and them guys when it wasn't no uh, NFL ticket or no fire stick. And we could only mm -hmm. watch the regional games growing up. These are the times where if you're an AFC East fan, you're going to get some competitive football. Um, with that, I have to make a pick. And I I think the Dolphins going to win at 9-7, man. They're going to win that division at 9-7. I, I, I trust Magic more than I trust Allen because Allen is a great athlete. But at the end of the day, that running got to stop. And we got to – you win football from the pocket. I hate to say it. It's been proven. So uh, that's why I got to go with the Dolphins. We're going to go yeah. to the NFC North. <laughs> Brother Morris, you can go first with the NFC North. Vikings, man. Like Dalvin Cook, you know, Cousins. Cousins is a good quarterback, man. They added Jefferson. Thielen is still there, and you know they had they had they had a pretty they had a, they had some losses on defense, but I just still think they're the best team in that in that conference. Um, the Bears. I don't know what they're doing there. They still, as long as Trubisky's there, they're not going to win anything. And you know, Aaron Rodgers. Is basically a disgruntled quarterback now with no help outside of uh, outside Devontae Adams. So if Adams gets hurt again, it's over for them, man. Because I think the, the, that's the, the Vikings, man. They're the young upcoming team, you know. And I just like I just love Dalvin Cook, man. He, he's a great. He, he stays healthy. The sky's the limit for them. Brother Walker. <sighs> I want. I'm gonna say the Vikings, but. I think Green Bay gonna be right there, even with all that's going on up there. I really think Green Bay still gonna be there. The Bears, they have a quarterback issue, you know. I mean, Foles looks like he's gonna start, but you know how Foles is when he starts a whole year. Um, and Detroit, they're still rebuilding, so I'm gonna go with the Vikings. It's between the Vikings and Green Bay. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with the Vikings by default. And the reason why I say that is because the Vikings is the most talented team in the division, but the Vikings is going to take a step back because they lost some players on their defense that's key players. 
Mm-hmm. They they still just undecided on whether they're going to bring back Griffin at the uh, end. And um, the Packers, as long as that man up there, as long as he there, they're going to be competitive within every game. Detroit is Detroit. Longest playoff drought. No, 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 not the longest playoff drought. They got to the playoffs 2016. But Chicago, same thing. You, you, you can't keep getting these quarterbacks to play in Chicago that don't have strong arms. You just can't do it because once it get cold and windy, they can't throw the ball. And that running the ball that they do, you got to have an elusive running back to be able to do it. A guy who could who could tote, and there's very few running backs that could tote that pill 25, 30 times a game in cold weather. Moving right along, the NF, the AFC South, the AFC South. Brother Walker, you go first, sir. Um, ugh, uh, I, this is a tough one. I know the Titans had a good year last year. Um, you got Indianapolis this year with Phillip Rivers. You know what? I'm gonna go Indianapolis. I think the Colts are gonna win the division this year. You know, I, Houston. You know they win the division, but they. There's a lot. They don't have no no chemistry right now between the coach and with the move with DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I'm I'm gonna go Colts. I'm gonna go Colts. Brother Outler, this one's kind of hard. Like I'm on, I'm in the same boat as Craig. It's like um, uh, uh, man. So so he's so um, a lot of people came off contract years. Running back, running back for uh, running back for um, Tennessee. I'm sorry, for Tennessee is in the contract year. Um, you know, I don't really want to go with them. So as long as Watson, Watson's in the contract year too. So I'm gonna go with uh, I don't know. I, it's a toss up. I, I do like the Colts though. Like I like what the Colts did, man. The Colts got a stud at running back and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you know, Jersey Jersey running back, Wisconsin running back, so he knows what he's doing. You know, they put him back there with the other guy they got. They could do some damage. I like uh, what they did in the draft with Pittman, putting him putting him in there. He froze. Dwayne, uh, <coughs> froze. give me something, Dwayne, on that AFC South. Who did you say was? Who did you say was going to think we're going to win that division? Indianapolis. All right, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm like Dwayne, man. A coin only got two sides, man. But it's a three dog race in this division. 
Tennessee, they've been in the playoffs three years in a row. You can't you can't discount that. Houston, for some reason, we all think Bill O'Brien is dysfunctional, but they keep winning the division, which is crazy when you look at it. But they keep winning. So something he's doing, I believe that the Hopkins trade, it, it's going to seem bad right now, but I think he kind of wants those smaller receivers who can little, get a little wiggle in their hips, even though we know Hopkins is one of the top receivers in the league. I think he's looking for – them Randall Cobb type of guys, them, them little smaller guys that could do certain little things that a, a big guy can't do. But um, this division is hard, man, because the Colts, long as Phillip Rivers don't throw 30, 25 to 30 turnovers like he usually do, it could it could be the Colts because they're coached very well. They, they solid up front. You know, they got probably one of the best guards in all of football with Quentin Nelson. And defensively, when you got Buckner there taking up blocks for that linebacker, I'm telling you, Leonard might be defensive MVP this year, fellas. Uh, that's just my uh, personal opinion about the, about the Colts. I always liked them. And plus, uh, you know, me, uh, Craig, and uh, Dwayne and myself, the defense coordinator, we like him in, uh, in the Colts. So now we're going to go to the infamous <laughs> NFC East. We're gonna let Brother Walker go first with the NFC East. Uh, this this division is funny because you got three new coaches this year in the NFC East. You know, Washington, Dallas, and the Giants. Um ah, this is another toss-up to me because you know, you know, my cowboys, you know, new coaching staff, you know, new scheme. I want to see how that transpires. Giants, same thing. You know, Eagles, you know, yeah, they they got the coach, but you know, they have some things they got problems with too. I am a I'm I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I'm just gonna go with the Cowboys. I'm gonna go with my team. Brother Morris, we're gonna go with you right now, sir. He went with Dallas. he went with Dallas, uh Brother Morris. <laughs> Um, I think they will be very explosive on offense. 
Um, would like to see them get back signed a little bit long term. Hopefully they can come together on that. I think tonight the signing of Andy Dalton is really big, man. That's been in his wing for it's gonna be a good year. He hasn't suffered any injuries. You know, you don't wish injuries on anyone, but if he does come down with an injury and, and Andy Dalton has to go in there for three or four games, I feel very comfortable with him being the pro bowler. Um, you know, the fan of me, you know, I'm a fan, man. Uh, the fan of me says the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. But honestly, it's going to be a dog fight between them and those Eagles, man. So we just going to see who's standing at the end. Uh, I, see, I see in the chat people are a little surprised that Craig and um, Dwayne didn't do the fanboy stuff that most people are used to doing. Is that they're being objective. And um, I think that I, in the chat sometime I can't see your name. So please just type your name before you make a statement because I see that they think that my boy Craig and Dwayne are on drugs. That's Cam. That's Cam, man. Brother Outlet, how do you feel about this NFC East? I'm just saying the, the Dallas Cowboys, you gotta pick them, man. Like they got the best, they got the best offense. You got, I'm saying you got Dak, you got Kenny Galladay. I mean, not Kenny Galladay, you got Dak, you got um Gallup more. Gallup Gallup. Yeah, Gallup, Amari Cooper, and you guys and you got Zeke there, man. Like nobody in that league, nobody in that division is messing with that. The Eagles, they got a quarterback that's Mr. Glass. He can go at any moment. And they still don't have any proven wide receivers. They was throwing to a converted quarterback last year, man. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not with them. And then, you know, the Redskins, they still developing, man. You don't know what you're gonna get out of Haskins out of a out of a full year, and they they not ready. So it's Dallas, man. You know, you know, then you add C D to that too, man. They they're gonna be a problem. They're gonna they're gonna be a real problem. And the Giants, I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones. And they, you know, and they line, and they, and you know, they line number. It's, it's Dallas, man. You got, you got to be a fool not to pick Dallas out of, the, out, of out of there. I'm I, not a Cowboys as, <laughs> as a, as a fan of a team in the NFC East, I will, I, I will honestly be honest with y'all. This season scares me, and I'm gonna tell you why. Dallas has the potential with their talent on paper to win the Super Bowl. However, you got a lot of unproven and a lot of question marks all over the board in their secondary. They're in flux. Their defensive line, we, we're relying on two guys that's coming back from drug suspension. One ain't played football competitively in three and a half years. Then at linebacker, we got one guy who's been Mr. Fragile his whole career and another guy <laughs> who's coming back from a very serious neck injury. And the other yeah. linebacker got a serious knee injury always, and he may have drop foot. If you ever seen him run, he doesn't really look like an athlete as good as he is. So even though Dallas, most people as a Cowboy fan may say, we look great on paper and we load it, our offensive line does is not the same without Travis Frederick because Looney doesn't know how to get to the second level. If you look at two years ago when uh, Frederick wasn't there, Dak took a beating, and this is why Dwayne said getting Andy Dalton was big for the Cowboys because they need a backup. And I know that a lot of people are high on the C.D. Lamb thing and feel like Dallas 
getting him was a luxury. But realize the Cowboys didn't score last year in two and a half games. They didn't score a touchdown. So as good as they was offensively, they go through lulls during the season where they can't score. The Redskins, if their offense could get anywhere up to speed and that young quarterback could do anything, at minimum, the Redskins might be 8-8. Eight and eight. That front seven, that, that front seven can wreak havoc on a team with a good defensive coordinator. Because Carrigan, then you got Dwayne the best pass rush in the league. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Dwayne. Hold on, Dwayne. You got you got the Redskins who who could be a, a major problem. The Giants, like I said, they're they're a team in flux. And then we have the Eagles. Living where I live in, I'm able to hear a lot about stuff that's going on in Philly. And right now, the quarterback is a question. The quarterback is a question within the organization. But I don't think that's Philly's biggest problem. I think Philly's biggest problem is the running game. They're not committed to running the football. And if you continue to have Carson Wentz in this spread offense where he's faking the ball to the running back, throwing it to Jeffrey's backside, or throwing it to one of the tight ends' front side. This has been the same game plan for the last three years with the Eagles, and it was good when Foles won the Super Bowl or good when the league wasn't up on Carson Wentz when they got out to that big uh, season. But at the end of the day, you have to run the football. You have to put the threat of the run against somebody. So I just think the Eagles, with their failure to commit to running the football, it's going to be their downfall every year. It's going to be their downfall. So. uh what were you saying, Dwayne, about their pass rush? The Redskins? I'm saying when you got Carrigan, you got Sweat, now you got Chase Young, you got Jared Allen. Like, hey, man, they're just bringing bodies, man. Like, that Redskins defense, that front seven, man. Like, people are going to be talking about that Redskins front seven this year. Um, they're, they're pretty scary. Now, their linebackers, their DBs ain't the greatest, but, you know, that rush coming from that from that front, man, it, it, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Last year, last year, last year, both of the Alabama boys that got hurt, right? Yeah. Talk about Jonathan Allen and um. Payne. Payne. Brother Walker, let me let me ask you a question, Brother Walker. How do mm-hmm. you how do you feel about Danny Dimes? One thing I noticed is that he doesn't protect the football well. How do you feel about that? Um, yes, he he he, he 
he he likes to run and he and he gets careless with the ball when he runs. Um sometimes he runs and he has to learn how to get down quicker. That's one thing he has to do. But I will say this, he has a lot of talent. He surprised me last year. If he could just learn how to handle the ball and not turn the ball over and be smart in his decision making, he has a chance to have a great career, a good career in the NFL. It's just a matter of like you said, you know, you know, getting happy feet and running and then not protecting the ball. That's the biggest thing because he fumbled the ball a lot last year. So he has to learn how to protect the ball. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why the Giants went so heavy on building their offensive line to protect him. So maybe he doesn't have to run as much and he can get rid of the ball faster. But um, he has a chance. Or, and, and, and he has Saquon. You know, you know, I don't know. Offensively, are they going to commit to the run more? I mean – like a lot of times when I watch the Giants, they they go away from him sometimes, and you ask yourself why, you know, you know. So it, it's very interesting to see what they, you know, what they do with Danny Dimes this year, and, and and him learning how to protect the ball. That's that's one of the big things for the now, Giants. Now now we do the fun part of the show again, the rapid fire. Okay. We we're gonna be cautious with the rapid fire this time. We're just gonna do a couple questions. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Outler. Yeah. Give us give us give us the NFC championship game. NFC championship game? And make y'all happy. 49ers versus the Cowboys. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a retro NFC championship. Where, where at? In what stadium? I think it's gonna <laughs> I think it's gonna be at Levi's. Brother Walker, give us the AFC championship game. Oof. Kansas City, I'm going to shock you with this one. Kansas City versus Buffalo. Kansas City versus <laughs> Buffalo. <Woo. Yep>. <laughs> <coughs> Brother Morris. <coughs> Damn. Brother Morris. Tell me the team that was in the playoffs last year that's not going to make the playoffs this year in either conference. Houston, Texas. Okay. Okay. Brother Walker, answer that question too. Who's gonna be the team? What's gonna be the team that's not gonna make the playoffs this year? Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Brother Outler. Mm-hmm. Team that don't make the playoffs this year. I have to agree with the Titans. Titans? Mm-hmm. I'm 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 gonna pick the Eagles. I don't Uh-oh. think the Eagles gonna go to the playoffs this year. I think that <laughs> I think I think that Carson Wentz thing, you know, because I, I listened to something Mike uh, said the other day, man, and and it's really, it's been some whispers in that organization. Um, he's not taking on to the city well, and I say that to say that when they won that Super Bowl and them players got that statue of Foles, mm-hmm. that locker room don't lie, man. That locker room don't lie. And I'm not saying Car- Carson Wentz is a very good quarterback. I, th- I really like him. But for some reason, the, the organization and the city ain't don't trust him. It's just it's just what it is. And, and Howie really has not been picking good groceries lately. Real I mean, quick, you want to know what it is? You want to know what it is? It's, it's, he gets hurt, man. He gets hurt all the time, man. So, like, you know, Philly fans, 
they threw batteries at Santa back in the day, man. They patience level is like <laughs> it's like minute, bro. He gets hurt, man. So, you Bro know. Brother Morris. Brother Morris. Yes, sir. Who who what team out of all the teams is gonna surprise the league this year? Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna stay with my with my theme of the night, man. I think it's gonna be the Miami Dolphins. I think I think people ain't ready for what's about to happen down there on South Beach. Brother Outlaw, who you think what team, who you think is going to surprise the league this year? I think it's going to be Arizona, but I think but I but I also think the Patriots are going to surprise. I mean, not the Patriots, <laughs> Patriots South, Tampa Bay, they're going to surprise in a bad way, man. I think you're really going to see how old Tom Brady is this year. Well, brother Walker, I don't have to ask you if you got Buffalo going to the AFC Championship. They should be interested. Let me ask you guys a question. Do y'all think we're mm. going to start the season on time? That's a good question. It depends on how. You know, unfortunately, with the way they're doing things, it's not like one uniform thing. Each state has, you know, each state. And it's up to the NFL. NFL said they, they're, they're going to do it as scheduled. But let's hope and pray that, you know, everything – Gets to a point where they could do everything on schedule. You, you know, you just don't know with this disease. So, I don't know. That's a great question, brother. I'm Morris, gonna say. You What about you, Mr. Allen? What do you think? I think they're going to start on time. I just think the money, man, the money is going to force. Um, when, I, when, I, when I say the money, the power, the, you know, the, the powers that be are going to ensure that the season starts on time, man. They're losing too, they're losing so much money. You know, they lost a whole bunch of money by having a virtual draft. You know, people – Coming out, you know, it was supposed to be the first draft in Vegas. It lost like millions, you know, off of that. So I, I, I think they can't afford to lose any more money, especially with the new CBA coming up. Me and Sign, um, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna start it on time. You may be surprised, man. They may, they may start games with no fans, man. But I think they're gonna start it on time. I think, I think the, uh, the NFL season will be the first, the first pro team sports that we're going to see in the country. Uh, you're going to see some little bit of NASCAR first or whatever. I think the NFL is going to be uh, on time. The reason why is because of the revenue it generates for these cities and in this country. Uh, unfortunately, the, 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 the NFL actually moves religion back sometimes um, <laughs> in, in certain cities across this country. So we, I just think it's, it, it'll be back at the, like Dwayne said, one of the big things, this weekend is a major test with the coronavirus. Um, we're being so hot in the, in the Northeast. So 
based upon the next week or so and new cases or whatever, it's going to tell if we really have broken it. But um, we also got to be mindful that fall is the seasonal allergy time as well. So, you know, depending on if they can keep – if no players catch it or whatever or nobody in the personnel catch it, I don't think that the NFL season is going to be delayed. Is uh, You guys got anything else you want to say before we wrap up for the night? No. Y'all want to have a Super Bowl pick? <laughs> oh, you want to do a Super Bowl pick? <laughs> Mr. Outland, you could do a Super Bowl pick. Only if y'all doing it with me. <laughs> oh, I don't pick Super Bowls. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's true. All right, so we'll stay away from it then. All right, we're going to stay away from it. Dwayne, do you have anything to say before we wrap up? Uh, no, man, I, I, I just hope that, that we are able to see a season of the game that we all love. Um, you know, it's been tough times, man. It's been tough times in our community. It's been tough times um, in the United States. It's been tough times all over the world, man. And football players rejoice, man. So I'm hoping that we have a season. And, uh, hey, man, I'm hoping I'm going to Dallas for a Super Bowl parade. Uh, with that, we're going to close out for the night. Like um, <laughs> Mr. Morris said, hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully on that Tuesday in, in the second, third week of February, we'll be getting on an airplane out of Newark Airport to go down to, go down to, to the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, to Arlington, the Fort Parade. But we shall see. Thanks to everybody that joined us. Via hey, thank you. Let me just rock one thing real quick. You know, coming soon, New Jersey. Dream Scouting, Central Jersey. Sir, sir, carriers. sir, are you advertising? I'm advertising. I'm advertising. For the, for the people that's watching via Facebook and YouTube, I'm going to interview <laughs> Mr. Outler. He's doing a... a a recruiting thing and a scouting thing for the uh, the high school football players. He's starting a, a a business that has been delayed a little bit because of the coronavirus, but uh, it's a very interesting thing for the for those that got high school uh, kids and kids in the not only just the high school and the, and the the younger kids. This is to uh, get them ready for the next level, as well as um, we're gonna do another coaches show soon. With Mr. Outlaw being involved, as well as Mr. Morris and Mr. Walker, uh, Halim will be involved. Coach Ab, hopefully we might can get Coach Cam to get involved as well, so we could uh, discuss football going forward in the state of New Jersey and beyond. With that, everybody on Facebook and YouTube and Periscope, we're gonna close out. Thanks for joining us. Have a blessed night. Have a good night. Have a good night.